This episode of the podcast is brought to you by Applied Botanics, premium, consistent, and affordable wellness for all. Take care of your health and wellness, not only because the new year is upon us, but because you owe it to yourself. Each of their products features a specialized formula with targeted terpenes to give you a CBD experience that helps you live happy and healthy, and just newly added to their CBD lines in addition to their drops are new topicals that you can roll on and edibles to help you find your balance. Visit AppliedBotanics.com today and use code word Project at checkout to receive 30% off your first order. Applied Botanics, live happy and healthy. This episode of the podcast is also brought to you by Keller's Garden Center and Landscaping Services located on 7 Kern Street in Exeter, Pennsylvania, just down the street from Blue Ribbon Dairy, open through the winter offering gift cards, poinsettia centerpieces, tropical holiday sleighs, pictures with Santa and more. And if you are looking for snow removal services, they can take care of that too. Do not break your back this winter. Contact Keller's today and visit their social media pages for more info and hours of operation. My guests today make up the band The Mogwaz, an emo-leaning alternative rock outfit from Scranton, Pennsylvania. We talk about their most recent small tour, the upcoming release of their new EP titled Evergreen on December 17th, creating music videos for their single releases, upcoming shows, plans for 2022, and of course, how they navigated COVID-19. We also find out that Vinny from the V-Spot in Scranton, Pennsylvania, compliments everyone, therefore rendering his kind words meaningless. All that more on this episode of the PopGo Project podcast. Welcome to the show, The Mogwaz. And we're live from the casting couch with with the Mogwaz. You know what? I'm really happy you guys are drinking because I wasn't going to drink tonight. And I'm like, I have to have a beer with the boys. I have to. Oh, Eric, you got one of those uh, Bud Light seltzers, huh? I do. Yes. This Which is one the- is that? Wow. This is the uh, Bud Light Holiday Seltzer, sugar plum flavor. Uh, it's 5% ABV, 100 calories, very crisp, very light. I'm going to rename this podcast to uh, the Popco Project Bands and Brews. Yes. <laughs> I, I, had the, I had the eggnog version of that, which wasn't terrible. It sounded like it was going to be horrible, but it wasn't bad. The cherry one, it tastes like those cherry cookies that are like uh, that you get on Christmas where it's like the, there's like a cherry in the center. Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. They're still good. Yeah. So, beer with the boys. There we go. Cheers to you. That's Bob. right. Happy Thursday. Happy it is Thursday, isn't it? It's Thursday, December 2nd, that we're recording this yeah. live from the casting couch. Um, <laughs> those of you listening, they are, uh, three of the members are sitting on a black couch. And if you're familiar with what a casting couch is, I don't have to go further. Yeah, 
And, and Brandon, <laughs> Brandon is <laughs> Brandon is front and center. Bartending. Brandon is front and center and showing us his offerings. Mm-hmm. I think there's that blue ribbon in the middle. <laughs> so guys, what's going on? Excited to be here. Yeah, I'm happy you guys uh, took some time. I was looking back back in time, and uh, we did this. Uh, it was over a year and a half ago. Wow. It was April, April, end of April of 2020. Just as wow. things were wow. still uh, kind of real weird. Yeah, yeah, and um, for sure. I remember it was the same format we were doing, and I wasn't sure if I'd continue doing it like this or what was going on. And you weren't sure if you guys would ever play a show again. Yeah, <laughs> but you uh, you kept putting out new music. I think we were doing an interview for it was the new release for Glum, mm-hmm. which was the first bit of new music since your EP. Um, Good beer. Good, Good beer. beer. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> oh my god. We're veterans now. <laughs> <laughs> you really are, though. You really. I mean, yeah. it's an. Un- and then you were, or maybe I was your first interview, or you were my first interview. I forget when I had that radio show that yeah. I keep talking about that I don't want to mention, but <clears throat> R.I.P. <laughs> Rip. R.I.P. Yeah. Um, you've come a long way in, in a very short amount of time. Well, thank you. Yeah, thank you. Oh. It's been a while. Yeah, right? uh, <laughs> it has been wild. I guess that's the best way to put it. When was, that, of... when was that EP that released Good Beer? February 2019. February 1st, 2019. Yeah, February 1st, 2019. We started with Dalton Lost of Socks, and it was like in October of 2018. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So we're going on year four of like releasing music. Mm -hmm. Which is wild. Yeah. I can't believe that. It is wild. It's like forever ago. The world is wild. Yeah. But yeah, like I said, you guys didn't stop. I mean, you know, started the pandemic, released new music, new video. Mm-hmm. And you guys released new songs and new videos all through last year, uh, along with your uh, EP, which was called "Don't Tell Me." I wrote it down and I have it in my head. Uh, One of us is lying. Is that is that it? Yeah, okay. yeah it's true. I didn't, even yeah. To, I didn't even have to read it. <laughs> but uh, that EP contained a song which was called "Sea Glass and Springsteen," which blew me away. I mean, uh, I, I, I still can't get over um, that song. Uh, and how good that is. And I got to see you play it live. Oh, not too long ago. Was it November? November 12th, maybe? At the uh, V spot? Uh, yeah, October. Uh, October. October. October 15th. Yeah, October 15th, the V spot. Yeah. Okay. yeah. Oh my God. Yeah. Oh my God. That was awesome. Right? That was yeah. a fun show. Yeah. Yeah. Going on two months yeah. ago already. Jesus. Yeah, it same. feels like yesterday. It yeah, does. It does. Things fun. You actually get to go. Yeah, it was probably like our third <laughs> show. That was something. so much fun. I like. I completely forgot for a second that Paco was even there. <laughs> I remember yeah. you taking a picture of you. Jeez, yo, yo, what I mean by that is it's like, I remember taking the picture of Popco and then like blacking out for like two hours and being like, oh my God, I can't believe. Like, I'm like, oh my God. I like, I remember seeing Rich Howells from NEPC and thank you again to him for coming out and you getting the awesome photo with us. Like, God, that was so sick. And then being like, what happened? Why not? Down the side of the road. That's right. Yeah. I slept in the tour van. So you guys did like a, a little bit of a mini tour. Yeah, yeah we, we went to uh, 
what was it, Boston, Boston Scranton, Washington, D.C., Amityville. And, and then, then we went to Oneata the following week to meet up with with youth again to finish off that run. Yeah. And um, then we had another run about a couple weeks ago. We did uh, we were in Harrisburg, and then we were in Philadelphia, Philadelphia. and then we were in Baltimore. Yeah, and that was wild too. Baltimore was scary. Cars just randomly parked in the middle of the road. Oh, just like, yeah. die at the gas Mm. We got some tales. Oh, we do. We have plenty of tales. Yeah, we won't. We won't talk about those. We don't want them. You know, have an, an audio documentation forever. <laughs> it was all good, clean fun, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Always. Do bands do bands party anymore? Do they have like? Do they get nuts? Uh, some try. <laughs> some try for sure. What's funny? We were definitely invited to a couple parties. I think when we. Well, in DC, they wanted us to come back and, and party, and we just, we were so tired yeah, from the past two days. We just couldn't do it. We just couldn't do it. And then uh, we, we went pretty hard the night before. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Was yeah. Was yeah. Great. yeah. So, I mean, anytime we were with Vinny at the B spot, it's a party. That's uh, true. Yeah. Shout out to Vinny. Oh, yeah. so, yeah. I mean, he's a Sagittarius. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's what happened. He pulled up. I hadn't seen Vinny in like three years, and he pulls up and he goes, hey, can't believe you guys look so sexy. I heard you were in Boston yesterday. <laughs> yeah, he's like, look at you. You look showered. Well, what am I saying? I'm a Sagittarius. So, that's how I opened it up for the first time it's in Vinny. two years. Uh, it's Vinny. <clears throat> I'm starting to think that Vinny tells everyone they're handsome and good looking. It means a lot to me. <laughs> well, I thought it meant a lot to me, too. I was like, oh, wow. Like, you know, I have one guy rooting for me. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and, uh, <laughs> it makes you feel so special, yeah. so personal. Oh, yeah. Like you specifically look handsome. Yeah, Steelers have been in your corner. Yeah. While, while, mm-hmm. while he sings metalcore songs from behind the bar, that's yeah. my favorite part. It's, yeah. He kept taking me in the back room. Yeah, so yeah. you guys have been yeah. there. Yes. Uh huh. I always feel. Like, no, no. Like, well, he, I mean, he fed me. Like, like, you Next yeah. time, you gotta make sure he feeds you. That's important. Yeah, yeah I'll give you like slices of cheese and some pickles. Yeah. Yeah. Well, that, that's fine with me. Uh, I always feel weird going back there, though, like because like people like it's not like it's it's a you know it's like a a, a back room in a, from a back room. It's like yeah, you're in the bar and people are seeing you go back through this. Yeah. You're right here. <laughs> you go. Right <laughs> what are they doing back there? Nothing. Is that, a, is that a stranger going to the kitchen? Blowjobs. <laughs> Definitely blowjobs. Blowjobs. That's blowjobs. <laughs> Last time I was back there, uh, it was to the uh, Steamtown Awards. I put a, a banana down my pants and made him take a picture oh. of me. There you go. I haven't seen that picture yet, but that should definitely be the cover of this podcast. Yeah, I'm a little upset that I haven't seen that. You know what? Maybe I'll text him right now and say, hey, send me that picture of, that, of my banana dick. <laughs> I need the banana penis. <laughs> send me that banana dick photo. <laughs> Understood. <laughs> he he may not remember. I don't know. <laughs> it's true. We'll be like, new phone, who's this? <laughs> we'll see. We'll see. We'll see what he says. Uh, What's today? Thursday? He might actually be working. I don't know. Yeah. Uh, it could be. 
<clears throat> so four of the Magwas are uh, in one room. Eric's by himself. Eric, do you mm. have COVID? What, what's going on with you? No, oh, I just okay. live in Carlisle. Okay. Right. I'm glad so, you're healthy. Thank you. You, you as well. You don't have COVID, right? No, not yet. Good for I'm, you. Wait, I'm waiting for the day. Like I'm, it's like I got to a point where it's like, can I just get it and get through yeah. it and get over it? Like I'm just like I'm. I'm sick of like always like, you know, like over my shoulder looking like where is it? Yeah, that's how I feel. That's true. So wait, yeah. Dalton, you have COVID. You had COVID. So two I, out of the yeah. two out of the five yeah. had COVID. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. Fucking scumbags. Fucking dirty. You guys making out? Yeah. Well, yeah. Well, yeah. We weren't before, but once we both got it, we're like, yeah, oh, might yeah. as well. Yeah. No other <laughs> options. We're already here. Yeah. Uh, we'll I, double it up, you know. I got vaccinated and boosted, and I'm like, nice. I still don't know if that's enough. Like, I don't, I don't even know if that's like. Yeah. I mean, well, now you got I, Omicron. Yeah, yeah. yeah. You got Ultron, Omicron, Megatron. They're all there. Dude, <laughs> they're not using Greek letters. I looked it up. Really? Yeah. yeah. They're trying to make it so that uh, they don't blame any country where it originates. So they want to use ah. Greek letters to be like, ah, oh, we're not going to call it like this thing. We're not going to blame like France for this. You know? Yeah. Whatever. Right. Uh, of course. So just playing Greece, I guess. Yeah. I mean, Omicron sounds. Yeah, it sounds pretty metal. It sounds like Transformers. I mean, it's just a big O, though. It's a blank. You kind of want to stay away from. You hear something like the Omicron variants coming. Yeah, sounds exactly. Yeah, it literally just sounds like Transformers. Yeah, yeah. I think I saw them open up for Breaking Benjamin a couple years ago. The Omicron variant. They were good. It's pretty metal. Pretty metal. <laughs> Yo, it's a cover band that only plays Sick Puppies. <laughs> Yo, that's... Sick Puppies. Sick Puppies. Yo, Sick Puppies is a great band before yeah. the lead singer left. Sick Puppies had their 15 minutes of fame. Was, yeah, they're good. They had I good, remember they, that. They had a great first release, and then like their two after the first one were pretty decent, and then the, the lead singer left or got kicked out or whatever. I forget. But they were solid albums, I thought. What was the big song? That, what was it? You're going, is it You're Going Down? Or yeah. 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 And then I think there's like all the same sound thing. Yeah. Yes. That's a first album. Yeah. Sure. It's a great cover by You're thinking of too many. Yeah. I was thinking of too many puppies. Oh, yeah. That's what I thought you were thinking about. Too many puppies. Too many sick puppies. Maybe they had Corona before it was cool. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I, I mean, you guys like you um, released new music April of 2020, and then like you had no way to kind of support the release of that outside of you know maybe you did some live streams and things like that. But I mean, I hate talking about. And I'm glad we were able to laugh about uh, COVID, but I mean, I hate talking about it because it's, I'm just sick of it. But it's also mm-hmm. it's been a it's had a huge impact not only on your lives but you know everyone in the world's worldwide pandemic but i mean talk a little bit about you know you know navigating 2020 as a band not being able to tour not be able to um you know share your music like you're used to like in front of an audience um how did you guys get through it because i i mean like i talked to a lot of bands and i was like i was really concerned about artists 
in general, just because that's an outlet for you guys. And that's a way for you to release whatever it is. Like that's just part of your lives. And then when that's taken away from you, I mean, it's, that's obviously a big factor. So talk a little bit about 2020 and and how you guys got through it. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I mean, Um, I think, I think it just forced us to like find different avenues to promote ourselves. Like there was so many, you know, you're so used to like the traditional way of doing things where like you release a song, you go or you release an album, you go play tours or you go play a bunch of shows and you do whatever you can to get out on the ground and promote it. When you lose that, it almost forces you to think more creatively about it. So we took a lot Mm -hmm. to the internet. We did a lot of, you know, advertising and trying to like just reach people through, you know, just, sitting in your bed doing nothing just texting people like hey check this out give this a share do this do that and luckily people loved it and you know they helped us out a lot i mean but i think it was almost good in a way because it opened up a lot of avenues we weren't even thinking about beforehand now we have you know tours coming back and we have the avenues we learned during the you know the quarantine and i think that it only helps us moving forward at this point yeah yeah exactly i think um one thing that it's interesting now is because for us when COVID was happening, well, you know, I guess um, when COVID first started and we started putting out music um, and we did try and do these different avenues, we had a lot of time to sit down and kind of learn what was going on uh, and like learn how to promote ourselves, I guess, um, properly for the first time. Cause it was our first time putting out, like we went to a studio, we went full on, you know, music you know original music, music videos, all that stuff. Um, and we were really serious about it and we really wanted that music to be heard. And we, you know, I, I mean, for myself, I mean, the band put me through a bunch of classes to learn how to do certain things. Um, and I shared all that information with them, you know, I'm kind of just like the, the scapegoat, like, oh, I'll just sit in and learn it and then just like tell them. Um, and we like <laughs> learned through like marketing, all those marketing things. And now, you know, we're coming out of that phase and we're in a new release cycle and so much has changed from just that one year. Like, for us now, we're, you know, we're touring, we're, you know, putting out more music, we're doing music videos, all this stuff. Um, and the ad space has changed, the marketplace has changed, the fan base has changed. It's all different from what we learned a year ago. Um, except now we're like twice as busy because we're like, driving 36 hours a weekend to play shows. <laughs> yeah. And uh, it's it's been really interesting um, to see how what's the word i guess fluid or, or yeah it's always like, changing yeah like how changing the music industry is and, and i don't know i honestly wonder how bands did it like you know um up to this point you know like how like with with it being ever so changing like how did bands promote themselves every year like like you know i understand why they they, they rely on labels and things like that because you know they're supposed to be the people who know things but um for us it's every every day so we learn something different something new and i think that's really really cool for us um it's definitely benefited us yeah definitely yeah it's gotta be difficult too though like <clears throat> back in the day you were banned with you know sign a label like you you're under contract you had to put out music they promoted it they distributed it they did all that kind of stuff and then they went out and played and they toured yeah. and they sold merch whatever but now it's and I think that, you know, I made a comment before, like, do bands even have fun? Do they party anymore? Because I feel like if you're in a band and you're trying to make music as like a career, it's it's more of a business now than ever before, just because there's so many right. factors that go into it, whether you're doing it DIY, um, you know, because, you know, signing a record label, I don't think is, is as glorious, I guess you could say, as it was, you know, yeah. 30 yeah. years ago. Yeah, absolutely. 
Um, but there's so many things you have to do. I mean, you have to be able to create content, post to social media, um, you, you name it. Like, there's just so much going on. Whereas, like, you, you have to really be on top of your game. Mm-hmm. Definitely. Yeah. I mean, it's kind they, of, it isn't like the thing is, like, what you want, like, the labels themselves, like you said, aren't as like glorious or as prestigious as it was because there's so much more to it than there was before. Like, there was a lot of publications and stuff back, you know, in the 90s and the 2000s that you had to hit. You had to hit those to make it. And you had to hit certain areas and certain, you know, now you're dealing with the internet. You're dealing with like so many more people at your disposal and there's so many different avenues you can go about it. There's a lot more to learn. And especially as a DIY band, it's like, that's why we're constantly learning because there is just, there's just a vast amount of information to, mm-hmm. to figure out and pick up that even the, the labels themselves, they, they don't quite fully understand at this point. Yeah. And so it is more like a you know business and it is more of just like constantly, it's like going to class every single day because you're learning a new thing every single day and you're trying to implement it in a different manner and trying to be creative with it and trying to, you know, do it the best you possibly can mm-hmm. on the fly, basically. I think uh, a lot of marketing in general has changed too. Mm-hmm. Like back in the day, in the seventies and stuff. Back in the day, back in it was a Wednesday. In the snow, uh, like if you were a band in the seventies, like you would make your music, you'd write it, and then you sign to a label, which would cover a lot of the things that you were supposed to do. And they, I mean, labels always have a say in what you do, but that's why like Stick started being a power ballad band and all that stuff. But now marketing has shifted so much more towards a full-on business thing where now when you write music, a lot of the time it's not even about the music. At the points like they start, like you think about marketing of merch or like how how your uh, social media pages appeal to an audience so that you could sell more things through that platform. And it's a lot of like enabling that way where as, I mean, I think it's sad, but it's not even yeah. so much about about the music anymore. Like you see a lot of bands becoming like basically clothing brands and like mainstream yeah. avenues because it's the most profitable thing. Mm-hmm. And that's yeah. that's an interesting thing. And I think that's not something that happened a long time ago. Right. Yeah, I mean t- I think TikTok changed that personally. Yeah. And I understand it's like TikTok culture and, and people blowing up barley. Like yeah it's happened in the past, but now it's like you gotta blow up on TikTok, and, and wow, it's, it's so much pre exposure yeah. that way. And we've seen a lot of bands actually, not necessarily within our scene, but within similar genres, get signed from TikTok, which is interesting um, to see because for us, and we and we like TikTok, we definitely are, are trying moving forward to work on you know the TikTok game and the engagement our presence. there, our <laughs> presence there, but. Um, one thing that's, that's interesting from that is you see a lot of bands do it and they land huge tours. And I think what's, what's going to be kind of the thing to see is how they, how they hold up over time, right? Like for us, our goal as a band has always been longevity and the idea of how do we do this for as long as possible and still be, you know, who we are and still, and still be able to connect with people and grow our business, you know? Mm -hmm. Um, and, and and when you have like that vi- virality, I often question like, okay, like that's great right now, but but it really depends on where they go from there, you know. Yeah. Um, so I'm interested to see a lot of those bands and where they go. Um, and we we follow a bunch of them, and we're excited to see you know what happens. Um, but we we I don't think for us, um, you know, 
that it's not a goal. It's not a goal. It's just like, oh, let's just keep posting everything every yeah. day until we blow up. I think our goal is a little bit more of that, you know. It's a little bit of an old school. Yeah, like the grind, like grinding every day, and talking with people, and yeah. just and connecting. Really, and, yeah. Uh, strong relationships. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Exactly. That's like, it's trying to prove it. Well, I think you're doing that too. You're you're not just throwing shit against the wall and hoping it sticks. I mean, like you know, mm-hmm. you're strategically creating, you know, writing singles, releasing singles. Like that's that's what we do today. We don't release albums every two years. Release singles every like what six seven weeks or whatever it is. Mm-hmm. But last year you spent a lot of time. I think you was it three or four songs last year before the actual EP was released. And like every single song you had, yeah, a really well done video for. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So I mean, yes. go to your go to your website or your your social media. Everything's just really well done. Thank you. Yeah. Thank you. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, and even this year we did the same thing. Except this year we did five full music videos with uh, Alex Zarek. Um He's from out in what Chicago? Chicago. Um, he came out. We did it uh, March of twenty twenty. Twenty twenty one. Twenty twenty. Oh my gosh, that was this year. Twenty twenty one. Time doesn't exist. Yeah, <laughs> it's like what? Um, he came out just for a weekend. We did three days, five videos. Um, absolutely insane. No sleep. Like we would, we left Philly. We went and filmed in Philly for a, a whole day. Left Philly at like one or two, one in the morning. There at nine a.m. Yeah, nine to two a.m. or nine a.m. to two a.m. And then we drove home, and then we filmed again the next morning. Like it was uh, crazy. Um, I would do it again. Hard to do. It was awesome. It's definitely a cool way to go. Um, and uh, that strategy has definitely been something that we're proud of how, how it's worked so far. But as I mentioned before, things have changed a lot. So even from the last time we put out songs from November 20th to August of this year, um, so much has changed in the ad space in the marketplace. I mean, Facebook and, and Apple got into this weird privacy battle kind of thing. And Apple uh, implemented this this whole idea of uh, turning off app tracking from from certain platforms such as Facebook and Instagram. Um, I like that though. I like that. Right. Of course. And so do I. Yeah, me I too. Know. Half well, of me likes that. The other half doesn't. <laughs> the other end is that it, it actually shrunk the amount of data that we had on people and their, and their interests and their likes and who we could actually target as a band to, you know, advertise. Right. And, and this is a whole, this is like a lesson. I'm not going to go into the whole thing, but <laughs> what happened was, um, all the algorithms on Spotify changed. Everything changed when that happened. And it, it affected a lot of bands, a lot of labels. You'll see now, for example, um, uh, Made Parade is one of my favorite bands. And they put out a new record recently. Um, and a band that used to get like a million or two million or three million streams when they put out a single is now at like 500,000. Or maybe they'll hit a million. Um, and that's all from this change that came from you know, essentially limiting the data available to advertisers. Um, Can't be predatory. Right. And, and obviously, like, <laughs> obviously it's, it's like that, bombard like, you, with you don't, you don't want to bombard people, obviously. And then people who want to be tracked and not track, blah, blah, blah. I get that. Um, but it's really been, I mean, it's only been a year and so much has changed. I mean, we're, we're still trying to learn yeah. where to go from here in terms of advertising. Um, and that's why Jenks and those guys mentioned TikTok because it's such a wild, wild west. Like, put a video up, and next thing you know, it's got twenty 
million views. Like, oh, they straight okay. it down. Yeah. Like, or they keep <laughs> We've been copyright claimed so many times on TikTok of our own songs. It doesn't make any sense. You get DCMA all the time. Like, ah, copyright again. It's it's just been wild. Twenty twenty one is an interesting year. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Probably change again before you even get like get the hang of it. <clears throat> yeah, yeah, exactly, yeah. exactly. Mm-hmm. I think sucks. that's why we've kind of like switched our focus towards touring and towards like these things that we can yeah. do again. You know what I mean? Right. It's not that we were solely relying on these ads. We wanted to tour. We wanted to get out right. there and get on the ground and meet these people and play for them, even if it's for. 10 people in Baltimore or if it's for <laughs> 200 people in Philly, we didn't care. We wanted to get out there. And so, mm-hmm. you know, where the ad space has changed, we're now able to go and do those traditional things. And that's it. That's helped us as well. Right. And, well, and I think that traditional yeah. thing is, is traditional for a reason. It still works because like, yep. you know, you get out in front of somebody and if they like your music, they'll buy a CD or a shirt or whatever it is you're, yeah. you have, or, or go home and add, you know, add their, your songs to a playlist or whatever it is. But yeah, without that, it had to have been <clears throat> very difficult. And, and you're competing with so many people on the internet, you know, trying to, you know, yeah. gain gain ears and, and, and eyes and all that kind of stuff. So I don't envy um, bands today um, trying to navigate these waters because they're just, it's just so unknown and just, it's it's changing every single day, I feel like. Mm-hmm. Yeah, mm-hmm. definitely. Exactly. So, yep. I mean, like, yeah. you guys, you've been busting your ass for about four years now. <clears throat> the music continues to get better. Uh, you know, what, what is your, and I'll say, what's your end goal? And the end goal is probably, you know, everyone knows the end goal. You want to make it big tour the, the country, you know, sell some records, you know, all that kind of stuff. But like, if I said, what's a realistic goal for you right now as the Mogwaz in 2021 end of the year, heading into 2022, like what, what are you guys, what's, what's your next step? Well, yeah. I think I think you know we've definitely talked about this recently. Um, as far as like a next step and what our goals are currently, uh, it's definitely based around shows. You know, getting shows uh, like we've been doing with uh, you know at the Sherman Theater and HMAC. You know, trying to get on bigger bills, opening up for tours that come through. Uh, I think it's just a little more of that. You know, a lot more of us going out for a weekend on our own to new cities. You know, expand regionally and. Yeah, I think that's our main focus at the moment. Obviously, we're also putting out an EP, um, so that's you know a big chunk of our focus as well. But I think looking forward, you know, just you know, since we didn't have it for a year and a half, I think we wanna make up some ground on touring. Absolutely. Yeah, I mean, the other the other side of that too is um, that at the end of this year, it'll be my last year of school. Like I'm still in college. Um, so once I graduate, then we're actually going to have the flexibility to be able to go on like longer runs. So at that point, I assume we'd probably start targeting, trying to do longer runs in like, you know, a month stretch instead of just a weekender, like driving, like using 36 hours in the weekend. Yeah. Like, we'll actually yeah. do like, we'll try to do a multi-week run and hit mm-hmm. like whatever the whole East coast or like travel across to the West or do stuff like that. Try to incorporate bigger things in that nature. Yeah. And I know coming up for us, like even just looking at 2022 years, um, our, our summer is already kind of lining up to be awesome in terms of that. Like we, we, we just got news yesterday of possible six, eight, seven day tour all the way down the East coast, um, to play some festival down, down South, which would be incredible. Um, 
I know we have this new EP dropping uh, in two weeks. Uh, I don't know when this will air, but um, we, uh, December 17th, we have our brand new EP will be out. Um, we have plans to go to the studio, of course, some more songs. Um, take 2022 as a year for us to build and grow and really connect with our audience. I think in a way that we haven't been able to before with these shows, with mm-hmm. playing out, with being able to, um, you know, kind of travel the U.S. as much as we can. Um, and I think our goal moving forward from there is kind of to sit down and, and really work on potentially our first ever full length. And that, that's something we talked about before is getting to a point where we can put out a full length album. And obviously we probably still approach it in, in, in this more modern way of, you know, some singles, you know, however many that is, I don't know. Um, and then putting out a record. Um, I think that right now is the, you know, if they say in the next, you know, three years, what do you want to do? It's like, I think for us, tour as much as possible, play for as many big bands as we can, regionally grow as much as we can and work on collecting enough songs and making enough songs together to put out our first record, our first full length record. I think that'd be incredible for us. Yeah. I mean, I think, <clears throat> oh, sorry. No, go ahead. I was just saying, like, I think that like our goal as a band, like all five of us, we want to make this our career. Like, this is what we want to do every single day. Cause it's a thing that we absolutely love and we all love it. And I think coming up in the short term, like those things, like they were saying is playing more shows and putting out an EP and possibly putting out a full length, but also expanding the places we can play at. Mm-hmm. Because, you know, currently we played a lot of places within three, four hours of us, but we want to try to get, to these places that we know we have fans, you know, you know, trying to get down south, trying to get out west. But no, for real, like trying to get to these places that are like outside of our area and try to expand the Magwas, like trying mm-hmm. to make this, you know, just every single day growing a little bit bigger. I think that's the main goal. South by Southwest would be awesome. Yeah. yeah. I mean, yeah. You know, or so. like, trying to get those things kind of going. Mm-hmm. There was a band locally who had an opportunity to play South by Southwest in 2020. <clears throat> really? Oh, cool. Yeah, I think that was like a, a, great, a great opportunity, um, which was obviously, you know, didn't happen because of COVID. Yeah. Um, yeah. I, I don't know if they want me to, you know, I mean, it doesn't matter. It's it's, it's over. You your secrets. Yeah. It's fine. I know. I'll tell you. I know who it is. Yeah, I'm sure you do. I'm sure I you do. Know. I'm already locked in. I know. I'm sure. I'm sure it doesn't matter. Like they had yeah. an opportunity, but they you know they lost it, and that's it's, that's what sucks too. Because like that was like they're not going to sit be like, okay, well we'll wait till next year and book you next year. Like that's like almost yeah. like a once in a lifetime opportunity. But yeah, yeah. keep mentioning too. Like you want to do a full length, and like your last EP was six six songs, and I feel like full lengths are you know. Nine, ten songs mm-hmm. the way it is. So you're 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 real close. Oh and and real quick, um don't ever uh ask Vinny to send you a banana dick photo. <laughs> <laughs> uh, okay. Did he send you something that wasn't yeah. the picture you were thinking? Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Um, <laughs> this, this one I can actually. This one I could. This one I could show. This one I could show. It's. Oh, there it is. Okay. All right. That's not bad. Okay. Yeah. The other one, for the listeners at home, can you describe what's happening? This one? Um, <laughs> listen, listen to this podcast. Uh, it's a banana uh, between two scoops of ice cream. 
on a plate, and then you can see the person who's holding the, that plate, uh, their toes, their, their half their foot. <laughs> Uh, I cannot show the. Uh, <laughs> if I had the ability to uh, blur things out on video, I would do this. But it's a it's a big old dong. Let's just say that. Mm-hmm. I can't believe I have to see it again. Um, he, he did. He, he did. He he did. Uh, he did send the photo I requested eventually. Okay. And, and I have. And I do have to say, like you know, it, it's a it's a it's a nice bulge. No, yeah. 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 Nice. Isn't that cool? It doesn't. Uh, it's not real. It's not. It's not real. But it, it's there. Yeah. <laughs> I think the, I think the uh, bulge of my phone is bigger than the bulge of my my, my fake penis. Banana penis. <laughs> this, will be, this will be a good. I, I I try to take photos of like us, you know, in the conversation for like the uh, cover image of the uh, yeah. podcast. This will be good. This this will be a good one right there. Excellent. <laughs> like, oh my god. <laughs> you won't believe what happened. Yeah. Just wanted some big clickbait. Yeah. This could have been better. This could have been better. But oh. <laughs> oh, well. what are you gonna do? Yeah. What are you gonna do? Gotta get that potassium. <laughs> Potassium's good. Eliminates cramps. It is. Yeah, come on. Bananas <laughs> are great. My favorite fruit. Yeah. <laughs> It's true. So, I don't know if I knew this, uh, but you said you're releasing another EP on the 17th of December. Yeah. Yep. I feel like that's that is correct. Before we get to that, though, before I forget, you played at the Sherman Theater with The Dangerous Summer. We did. And we, did. Was, and we drank with them after. I, I, was so, I saw you guys post that after the fact, and I'm like, holy shit. Mm-hmm. How did yeah. I not know that the Dangerous Summer was in town? I love yeah. that band. Yeah, they was, were a great time. I'll tell oh, you yeah. Yeah. Us, Samuel and Clive, and Dangerous Summer and Secondhand Serenade. Yep. And then uh, we, we we all played an acoustic type set. Yep. A stripped down. A stripped down set. Yes. And then uh, we all went and partied pretty yes. hard till 2 a.m. on a Sunday. Yeah. That's about as classic rock star partying yeah. as it gets right there. John I mean. kissed me. It was great. Yeah, it was great. Yeah, we got, we got people's number. I mean, we had a great time. It was, it was, it was great. Yeah, no, they were awesome dudes. Yeah. Oh, gosh. That was a night. That was a night. I went home. <laughs> <laughs> Eric's missing out. And I slept. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. But uh, back to this EP that I didn't know about either. Like, what? 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 Yeah. yeah. So we've been putting out singles since August. Um, and it's kind of the same deal as like, one Lying. Like, there'll, there'll be one final track. The EP will be in its proper order. And you'll get that whole listen experience of, of this new record. Um, we we're, we'll be announcing the title tomorrow, essentially. But um, Evergreen, Evergreen is the name of the EP. Yeah, it's a very. Uh, once you hear it in full, you'll get, kind of understand that it's a very. It's darker. Dark, yeah. you know, cathartic for us writing wise. Um, record that's, Sadder, heavy. that heavy really touches on like loss and. Who hurt uh, you? 
Who hurt you? A lot of people. A lot of people hurt me. I'm very hurt. Everybody else is hurt. We're fine, though. You know? We're super proud of it. All, you know, we did it in a whole new studio. Same producer, Nick Frizzetti, did it. We went to a new studio. Um, that's only a couple feet shorter than Abbey or Abbey Road, right? No, so, yeah, 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 Abbey Road, the Gradwell House Gradwell in New House. Jersey is where we did it. Um, we're super proud of it. I think it's I think it's our best work to date. Um, Their drum room is crazy. It's yeah, absolutely. the drum room is absolutely insane, yeah. and um, the acoustics incredible. <laughs> I, I, I think uh, a lot of people. I think it is a, it is definitely a change for us from one of us is lying. I think a lot of people really enjoyed the sounds of like like you said like sea glass and things like that and this record is a little bit more along the glum side of things it has that like more emo rock that more like uh kind of in your face type of sound but um and i don't think you gotta that, quote nick windows up music yeah right. this is windows up the windows are up you're in your car and you're like i don't want people to see me cry but this is gonna make me cry yeah you got two yeah, types of music you got windows up and windows down you're blasting the song either way mm -hmm. but like windows up is like all right i need some privacy i gotta i gotta take care of some stuff and windows down is like everyone's jamming it you know yep. what i mean it's definitely more windows up music yes yeah, yeah this record is there a windows up record Trying to make sure. you feel some things. Yeah. yeah. Um, but I don't think that, like, just because this album is darker, it precludes us from doing things like Sea Glass and Springsteen in the right. future. Right. I mean, the thing for us was this album was very much a experience based on the last year and a half. Mm -hmm. You know, there's a lot of darker themes because the last year and a half has been super dark. I mean, we've all personally had a lot of things happen to us that have, you know, caused us to feel these emotions. And mm -hmm. we've all kind of put our heart into this music to make it feel hopefully more authentic because we, we really had a lot of uh you know it was a really cathartic experience for us going into the studio getting together for the first time and how long we had to write a lot of this material through zoom and discord and mm -hmm. random stuff and sending stems here and there because we couldn't get together as much as we'd like and i think that a lot of the music itself feel you could feel the nature of the sadness and mm -hmm. it's 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 I'm really proud of what we did, and I think that it, I think it really conveyed how we were feeling in the moment, and you know, at times still feeling, you know. Mm -hmm. Absolutely, yeah. absolutely. And <clears throat> I feel like, you know, the last year and a half kind of—I'll <sighs> use the term "make or break." And, and there's bands that I know that um, didn't make it through the pandemic Definitely. because they they couldn't get together or whatever it might be they. They had to take a a new job or or whatever it may have been, right. yeah. um, and and I know a band that you guys all know too, like still doing stuff, still together, but I use the word fragmented, um, and not any faults of their own. It's just like they were like, I don't know if we'll ever play music again. I better do X, Y, or Z just in case. Mm -hmm. um, Absolutely. Yeah. You know, what what kept you guys together uh and moving forward and, and kind of pushing through? I mean, I remember seeing Jenks doing doing uh some solo stuff out by the yeah. pool or by yeah. the, the shrubbery and all that kind of stuff, which was really cool. But like what kept you guys mm -hmm. together? Uh, you know, and said, Hey, you know, we're gonna push through this, we're gonna stay together, we're gonna keep pushing and, and keep creating, and we're gonna see what happens on the other side. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, I don't know. I think there was a point which probably happened before COVID. Um, or I guess we all essentially just knew that like we were committed to this. 
And, you know, it's a little cliche, but honestly, I think it just comes down to the fact that, you know, we're already at that point where we're like, we'll do everything we possibly can to just make this work. And, you know, we've just arrived at that point and I don't think it's ever going to change. And so, you know, we were lucky enough to have music already recorded. That's a big thing that we had that we're super grateful for because, I mean, we were looking to tour that summer and, you know, start growing in that way. But we had the music and we were able to sit back and be like, all right, what do we do now? But I mean, we just, yeah, there was like giving up was just never in the cards. So we just figured it out, I guess. We were super fortunate to like be able to record one of us is lying right before it hit. Mm -hmm. So we already had a surefire plan. Like this was happening regardless of anything. Like, you know, the world ending did did not stop us from putting out Guam and and all the songs that you love on that album. And we just rolled with it the best we could. And we, like we said before, we were able to, it was such a learning experience in the marketing space and promoting online that, uh, and we spent, you know, we weren't able to get together all the time and practice or write, but we spent a lot of that time doing other stuff like how can we get this exposed to as much people as possible mm-hmm. uh, over the internet. I think the other side of it too is uh, like we're all really close friends. Mm-hmm. To exactly what I was going to say. So yeah, even if we helps. weren't acting as a band, we would still be getting together to hang out. So yeah. it's just like, why this well just use that time for band stuff? Mm-hmm. So. I mean, I don't think there's ever been a point where we all sat down and realistically thought that there was ever going to be an issue. Yeah. Right. Um, the most intense, I'd say, any band conversation has ever been is just planning around how to come up with the money for something. Right. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Because a lot of it is, uh, since we are independent and we do a lot of stuff, I mean, it's all self-funded. Mm-hmm. But we're also in a position where all of us work. We all have side jobs and things that we do. So it was never really a problem for us. Mm-hmm. Luckily. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And I mean, like, just having, like, your best friends all being on the same page as you, like, I think it creates this thing where, like, Jenks said, like, we were never going to give up because yeah. it was, it was, it's all of our dreams. Mm-hmm. And, you know, we had to do things that we weren't, you know, I, we all had to take jobs. And that we were proud of. Whoa. I shouldn't say that we weren't proud of. That new calendar. Very uh, yeah. Very I see some I see some stains on that couch. <clears throat> yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. We've had a, lot, a few bad ideas. They flopped. <laughs> <laughs> but I mean, like, I think that oh thank you. Um serving beers again. Yeah. <laughs> I think that we just all had this vision of how it was gonna go and that like we were going to do what we had to do regardless. We were going to, you know, take the jobs that we had to take regardless to do the things we wanted to do. It was never an option to give up, even if nobody heard our music. It's just because this is what we love and we're doing with the people we love. And that's, we were going to persevere regardless. Yeah. And I understand why people didn't. Yeah. Like it's, mm-hmm. it's a t- it was a tough time mm-hmm. and there's a lot of money that was spent, a lot of time that was placed and a lot of, sincere focus that was placed and i understand people that didn't have those opportunities and i'm grateful that we all did yeah but you know for us it was you know we have to keep going because this is our life's work like this is what we want to be remembered for this is what we want to do yeah what i think is this is what you just mentioned it's like when we didn't get to see each other like this new record that's coming out in two weeks like 
the first time we sat down to hear these songs was in October of, I guess it would be last year. Right. And, and we sat there. It was the first time we ever got to sit down and all hear the songs together. And essentially, it had been a year since we sat down and listened to new Mogwaz music because we'd been releasing Glom, Seaglass, and all those songs. And uh, that was a moment. Like, we only had so many windows and opportunities because we wanted to, you know, protect our families, protect ourselves from, you know, whatever we did vaccinated. But still, we did, you know, October was the first time. January was the second time and then March was the third time and that was it like we didn't see each other so a lot of this like you said like this 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 um pushing of our music um really came down to each individual member's dedication to seeing this band through to its fullest vision I think that's one thing I'm most proud of with us is that we really it, it you know regardless of of you know what we can offer to the table each member is so committed to, to, to giving their all, regardless of what that is. You know, if, if Dawn or Eric or whoever is working a job and they make more money, they'll give the amount of money that they can give. You know, Luke, God bless him, he's in college. You know what I mean? Like, the poor kid, you know what I mean? Like, when I was in college, I was in college, I worked, like, three jobs. And I barely had, like, you know, X amount of dollars to, to give to something like this. But Luke will give it. You know what I mean? And I think that's something I really appreciate about our band specifically is that we want it so badly. And we and I think we really do care about each other so much. And we want to see each other succeed. And I think that's a really important part of the dynamic of our band is, like, it's not just about us. It's about, like, I want to make sure that these songs are heard. I want to sure these songs get everything they deserve. Um, and I'm and I'm just super thankful for them. There's very, it's there's right. a little ego between the. It's five the and Church yeah. of Mogwai. Yeah, you know, like, <laughs> it's right. It's right. It's it's all all right. Yeah. Percentage of what you got, give it up. Let's go. Ten percent of your income. It's our tax. Yeah. It's our tax. The tax man. <laughs> hey, let's go. Come on. <laughs> it's the first you know, of the month, guys. Like, like, <laughs> all the brands said it helps that we're all like best friends. Right. Being in a band. You sacrifice a lot of things, you know. Mm-hmm. Every weekend we're going out, we're grinding, mm-hmm. we're making some long drives, um, and it's yeah. a lot of sacrifice. And it, you know, monetarily, it's expensive too, mm-hmm. with equipment yeah. and everything, and having like the proper stuff. And uh, I don't think I would be able to do it if I wasn't surrounded by my best friends. Right, I agree. That's how I feel. Yeah. There's not, there's not a lot of ego between any of us. We're all willing to do what. What it takes, you know, like it doesn't, it doesn't matter who gives what, it doesn't matter who drives here or drives there, does what they have to do because mm-hmm. the five of us are on the same page. And I, I hope that continues for the rest of my life, to be mm-hmm. honest with you. Mm-hmm. So you fight foot odor. <laughs> Eric's foot odor. <laughs> One thing that I, I picked up on was you said you had side jobs. Yeah. Now, typically, when you're in an independent band or, or you know, a DIY band, the band is the side job. You, know, you have full-time jobs. <laughs> no, I don't think any of us view it that way. No, 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 no. I'm, not even, I'm not even commenting on Maybe you guys do have full-time jobs uh, and work yep. 40 hours a week and then do the music as well. But like the fact that how you worded it, saying that the jobs you have are side jobs, I thought was very... Um, you know, cool. Whether you meant it the way it sounded or not, it just it, it probably came out just a matter of fact. But mm-hmm. the fact that you guys kind of you know look at <clears throat> your lives and the band as you know this is our full time gig, mm-hmm. whether or not we have a full time job, I don't. I don't it doesn't matter to me. I know last time we talked, uh, poor Luke was fucking slinging 
uh, uh, vodka and the. I really think it's a valid point because like me personally, like I, I do, I have a full-time job, but that, that doesn't, that doesn't mean that it's my, what I want to do. Right. This is what I want to yeah. do. Like that's, that's why I brought it up. I, just, I, the band. I yeah. thought it was cool how you worded it because that just shows how dedicated and how focused you are on the band, on your y- yourselves individually and as a, as a team and, and best friends and things like that. So I thought it was just a, a really cool way that you said it. And I don't think it was on purpose is what I'm getting at. Second mm-hmm. nature. Yeah. I mean, it's just the perspective we all have, you know? Yep. Making money is just a well, means to live. I don't know about you guys, like from college, think like this is my full time gig. Yeah, a lot of people do. <laughs> yeah. It. So yeah, <laughs> not, not quite. They actually do. Hey man, uh, that that social media and that internet it can help you uh, be perceived yeah. as however you want to. Mm-hmm. When you treat when you treat something like it's your full time job, and when you treat something like it's your career, mm-hmm. it'll eventually become your career because mm-hmm. if you have the talent, if you have the dedication, you'll get there. It's just mm-hmm. about getting through the tough spots of it mm-hmm. yeah. dress for the job you want exactly. that's right exactly. <laughs> that's why we dress like shit no <laughs> no you're in Magua's gear we're down bad man it's, it's rough <laughs> <laughs> it's dress for the job you want <laughs> Oh God! Oh boy! <laughs> oh man! Got a short memory and a lot of dedication. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so you're all you're all best friends. How did you guys meet? I don't school. think I knew that. School. I don't know. Yeah, we're all Valley graduates. Within it, we all graduated in 2014. Us and Eric, and then Brandon graduated the year before us. Yep. But I mean, we've all known each other. You know, I've known Jenks since I've been six years old. You know, I've known Eric and Luke since I've been in grade school. I've known Brandon since high school yeah, and middle school. Yeah. Like, I, these guys are the people that I grew up like. Even if we were not in a band, mm-hmm. even if we weren't doing what we're doing, these are the people that I'm hanging out with. Oh, yeah. the band, right? mm-hmm. I think it just makes it so much easier to be in a band because. We know how to tolerate each other's bullshit. We know how to, <laughs> we know how to we know how to interact with each other. So like those car rides are unbearable because yeah. we're we're hanging out with each other regardless. So yeah, we're gonna get through. Yeah, the other thing that's kind of funny about it is it's almost like serendipitous because over the years, like some members have basically forced other members to practice the thing that they now do in the band. Yep. Like yep. Dalton was the one that told Jinx to pick up a guitar, and now Jinx is a guitar player, yep. and in the band is one. I uh, was with Eric and told him to join choir and got him with my voice teacher, and now he's the singer of our band. Yeah. So like over the years, we kind of like basically forced people into the roles anyway. Like, <laughs> yeah. 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 That's funny. Mm-hmm. That's real funny. Yeah. I assume you guys make time for uh, some lady friends, right? Uh, <laughs> you on some sensitive stuff. Mm. Yeah. Oh, no. Two fits yeah, of the band are recently single. And, oh, man. Uh, so you're, talking, you're, you're, you're saying that's where the music comes from. 
Yeah, yeah. You need that. You need that. I wouldn't say it's where it comes from, but it definitely it's the, like the nail on the head. <laughs> listening to it, it's now. a driving force. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> keeps it going. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> You know, we just put ourselves in terrible situations, so when we get burned, it just fuels it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like, we shouldn't do this. Let's do it anyway. Yeah. Let's see where this goes. But yeah. I mean, that's a fun yeah, game. Yeah, definitely. <laughs> we all make the time we have. That's right. That's right. That's right. Rock and roll, baby. <laughs> <laughs> oh. As long as they know. As long as they know yeah, from the start. Yeah. Listen, we're going somewhere. <laughs> <laughs> you want to come for the ride, you're more than welcome. But I'm not going to be home. I have no money. Deal with it. Very promising. We're yeah. very promising individuals. But if you want to buy me a coffee, I'll talk to you for like two hours. I'd be very appreciative. It's a good thing we're all very handsome men. Yeah. Yeah. According to Vinny. Vinny told us. Vinny doesn't lie. Vinny said it would be like this. Yeah. Yeah. He, he doesn't lie. Like <laughs> but he said we're handsome. It's gotta be true. And I don't know if you said this, but you just said you're Full circle, baby. <laughs> Me and him both have long hair. Should we wrap it up at that point? Like, <laughs> <laughs> I was wearing a man bun uh, a show, like, I think it was. Second last time I played the D-Spice, he's yeah. talking on my man bun. Yeah, he's like, oh, I bet he was. Advice. Drinks, I'm coming for you. I'm coming for you. I have not cut my hair. Well, I have not cut the... The side of my hair, uh, a little bit of a mullet going on. I love oh, there it is. Oh, yeah, 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 okay. Uh, I think I said something like, I was like holy shit, you're I right. think you did. I think you did. Yeah. Like, a, a lot of guys, a lot of guys are like, yo, dude, what is with that hair? That's awesome. <laughs> I've never, I've never had a woman say it to me yet, which is good because I'm married. Mm -hmm. But I'm also like, <laughs> like there's a lot well, of guys. Your wife say it to you. That's the type of you walk on. Yeah. I mean, like, I'm just like kind of like, I wish a woman would say that to me, not because I'm going to do anything about it, but just because, like, I'm like, oh, okay, yeah, maybe yeah, this is cool. Yeah, okay. Maybe, maybe my poor wife shouldn't be. Yeah. A lot of a lot of guys have said it. Like you Ryan, Ryan Grutt from uh yeah. Alma Mater and University Drive, yeah. you guys. Uh, a few others. Uh, Vinny, Vinny's another one. Uh well, I, I feel like that's fake at this point, but um <laughs> but yeah, so yeah, but like I have not cut the, so I used to have it <clears throat> longer on top. And then I just haven't cut it in the top at least for probably a year and a half. And then I just like the sides, I just said, forget it. That was back in like January. So it's been a well. also too, like the, the barbers that I went to increased their prices like insanely. I know I'm not mad. I'm not mad about it. It is what it is, but like, yeah, I really want to spend 30 bucks for a haircut every three weeks. I'm like, I don't Especially know if I can do when it. Long hair looks great. That's yeah. the thing. Like, yeah. Long hair always looks great. Yeah. It's a little greasy. You haven't washed in a couple of days, you know. Sorry, My long hair never looks grow. great. My long hair just grows out like an afro of sorts. Yeah. I mean, you don't have to 
you have to invest in it. Just buy a portable fan, like attach it to your shoulder, have it constantly blowing at your face. <laughs> and you'll just, <laughs> and you'll just look magnificent. Yeah. There you go. Photos will be incredible. You, know, <laughs> you don't know greasy hair until you spend 36 hours in a van with four other oh, sweaty and smelly yeah. dudes. Yes. And you know mm -hmm. greasy hair and you got to get up on stage and play a show. Mm -hmm. And yeah. somehow people are still attracted to us. There's something about musicians, man. They, uh, they command the stage. Like, I mean, poor Brandon. I mean, he's stuck in the back. Sweating, mm -hmm. yeah, sweating. Yeah. You know, back in his place. Some yelling. Yeah. <laughs> I try to look at him when we play. He never looks back. It's hard. Brandon looks at me. He only looks at me when we're playing. It's me it's and Brandon has that sweet, sweet hair. That's nice. I'm jealous. I mean, yes. check, check you out every now and then. Yeah, I know. Jake's nice, friend of the good person. Uh, check each other. Yeah, you know? check each other. Oh, yeah. cool. Dalton's always on the other side. Way close. So I, I, I can't check Dalton. Yeah. I'm going to do so much, you know? I, I mean, I, 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 I like peg Luke as my guitar neck. <laughs> whoa, whoa. <laughs> like, that is sexual. Yeah, he pegs Luke. Fun. It is what it is. <laughs> You know, this always gets out of hand. Yeah, we're getting wild here. <laughs> all good. It's all good. This is why I, li I like this. Nobody checks me out. That's all I gathered from this. Yeah. Yeah, yeah man, you're front and center. Yeah, that's everyone right. checks no you one. out. I was I was checking you out when you were out. Oh yeah. At the beach bar. Yeah. Okay, I noticed that hair. Let's, let's talk about you a little bit. Let's talk about you outside outside the Magwas. Uh, you you uh, started a podcast as well. I did. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Ana podcast. Ana. I, I know. I, I see. I see you. Hell yeah. Ana. Mm -hmm. So what's what's that all about? Ana podcast. Uh, <laughs> you know, we're, we're sitting around and we're, well, you know, we just sit on Discord and fucking bullshit for hours, like on a video chat on like a random Thursday. It's just like, we should just make a podcast. And so we did. Why and not? it's pretty much, you know, that's it. It's just us bullshit. <laughs> It's like, you know, just a fucking no, but it's the podcast. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, making jokes and it's like vaguely tied to NEPA. But it's That's like it's like it's kind of, it's kind of produced. Oh yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah I do my thing there. The yeah. Just yeah. from being a musician, I just like, well, I'm going to make it sound good or at least try. Yeah. But No, that's cool. Yeah, we just show up and bullshit and we do the uh crazy intros. The cold opens. Yeah, yeah. Cold open. <laughs> yeah. The, the cold opens. The SNL cold open. You a fan of Larry Tuchus? <laughs> Larry Tuchus. Larry Tuchus. Um. No, you, you mentioned cold opens. It reminds me of uh, SNL Saturday Night Live. Uh, you guys also mentioned about uh, putting together songs on the EP that kind of go together. What are your thoughts? Adele just recently released a new album, and. She, she, I don't know if you ever ever heard any of her interviews, but 
<clears throat> I would encourage you to check those out. The one I listened to was with Z- was uh, Zane Lowe on Apple Apple Music, but uh, she's really cool. Like she's you know she'll let the f word fly and she's just like she doesn't give a fuck about anything. Yeah, nice. <clears throat> and well, she was I'll- like. You know, she's like, I'm not making music for those fucking TikTokers. I'm making music for people who are like, you know, my age. I'm 39, uh, but like, you know, mid to, to late 30s, early 40s, and things like that. And I think it was cool that she forced Spotify to eliminate the shuffle yeah. uh, option on her album, just so that yeah. people could listen to it from hmm. front to back. Because I think a lot of musicians, like not maybe not today, but you know, when I was growing up they created an album to be listened to from song one to song 12 or whatever it was. Yep. Um, that I, I, I only brought it up because you mentioned uh, cold opens. Yeah. Well, that's we, how we do that too. Yeah. We do the same thing. Yeah. yeah. I think we've always yeah. had that goal of like, when we're writing, like this is a good opening song. This is a good finisher. This is a good middle one. Yeah. And like even this, this EP and the last one, one of us is lying. Mm-hmm. We we really took that into account. Maybe yeah. not so much while you're writing the song itself, but mm-hmm. as you're building the album, yeah. you're starting to see where where everything fits together. Mm-hmm. Yeah, one of, us, one of us is lying. Actually, does tell a story from the yeah. first song to the end song. It does, yeah. and, and it's it's not super intentional, but I think that it's almost it's subconscious in a way where we have we have written we always write in a story form, mm-hmm. like a storytelling and. You know, whether that be like the story of someone's emotions going through certain things or whether that be the story of like a breakup or something like that. Oh, shoot. And I was wondering. Yeah. I'm sorry. No, I'm sorry. I was like, what is this? But, uh, <laughs> I think it's really cool when artists can still do that. Because like I'm a fan. Yeah. I grew up, my dad was uh, like a big 80s metal person. One of the first albums that I ever really got into was like Operation Mindcrack by Queensryche, which is a concept album. And it, things don't work if you don't listen to it from song one through song 15. Mm-hmm. And I think that we've always kind of had that idea of we want this to tell a story. We want people to listen from front to back. If you don't, that's fine. You could hear it as a single and you can still see. Yeah. <laughs> no, well, you, you hear it as a single and still like the song. But I think that we've always had that idea of a storytelling album. I think it's really cool with Adele did where she took the shuffle, makes it the way the album yeah. was written. Yeah. 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 First of yeah. all, say what you want about Adele, but Easy Army is a fantastic. Fantastic. Cool. Fantastic. I love that vocal line. The first time I heard it, I'm like, I'm singing this. I don't give a shit. Yeah. Uh, but what I wanted to say is that's the one thing that really, really makes me upset about music listeners in today's day and age is like, since there's such a push on single releases and, and artists typically only give you one song at a time because that's what people want. Mm. It's it frustrates me when people like don't know an album for like what it right. is. They don't listen to an album like front to back. Like sure they're not every album, you know, like every song is great. Yeah. But the whole entire point of it is like there's a work that someone spent time making all those songs. Mm. And it's nice to listen to an album from front to back and say like, oh like I could think this album's a seven out of ten or whatever. But half the time, you just have people listen to like the top three songs of the album, and then just move on to the next thing. Mm-hmm. Or like, and I think a lot of that is because of Spotify. Like Spotify, right. when you go to an artist page, it's the top five songs, and it's yeah. a t- the top five from whatever collection. Right. And it's, it's, I don't know. Like, I like to have conversations. I'm like, I think the August and everything after is like one of the most perfect albums ever. It's mm-hmm. awesome. And like, it's it's annoying because I don't think I think it's like a dying breed of people listening to an album as a complete work. Mm. Yeah. And that, that just makes me sad. There's yeah. more yeah. people with 
Yeah. I mean, I'm going to pause you right there real quick. Just, just a pause. Just a pause. Okay. I'll be right yeah. back. Okay. Oh, okay. No, no I'm going yeah. to piss my pants. You can't see that. Oh, oh, oh geez, Have you ever heard of the thought experiment where there's a person behind like a closed wall you can't see them, and you get a reward for pushing a button, but that button causes that person physical pain? Like pop culture has done it in media. You've gotten on the, gotten off the rails. Whatever. I'm really confused. I'm We're trying, back to the I'm trying to cut to the core of the human experience. All right, like cut me some slack here. This guy just doesn't get it. He doesn't get it. Uh-huh. Yeah. <laughs> no, but I agree with 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 the albums we were discussing before, like just that were created to be listened to in in a specific order. Yeah, I mean, I think of it as like a like an artist painting. Like you could take a section of that painting and say, like, wow, this is really beautiful. But you're not going to get the full idea of what they were going for unless you look at the whole painting. Totally. And so, an album is the artist painting. It's not just the single. It's not just this or that. It is what the whole thing together. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I would be super shocked if you told me that there were like a bunch of bands that wrote tons of songs, put them together, and just said like, "Fuck it, we'll slap them like this." Yeah. Like there is a level of intentionality that is in song order. Mm-hmm. So. Mm-hmm. I think you should always listen to it in song order first, and then yeah. you can do whatever the hell you want. It's the same and thing I mean, as like a set list too. Yeah. Like when you're playing live, you have an idea of what the songs, how they flow. How it how it works from you know beginning to end you know you don't you don't shuffle you don't have the opportunity to shuffle when you go to see a band live and like mm-hmm. I don't think no, it's a bad thing to have no shuffle when you're listening to an album and I, I'm I'm sure you create your set list based off of like you know let's let's take the audience from like here to here mm-hmm. maybe back down to here and then let's let's close it out up here like push and pull yeah. <laughs> It's the you know the dips and the lulls and the the, the peaks you know it's a it's, it's a roller coaster and you got to go through that journey mm-hmm. and I think that when you listen to the album you can you can go through that journey that the artist was going for and it's the same thing like a set list like you're going through those that roller coaster of emotions you know mm-hmm. yeah I mm-hmm. was kind of annoyed too when you were like playing an album and I did or maybe I didn't like song number three and I skipped and then it sends me to the second last song I'm like. Wait, what just what happened? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, so it's just annoying. So I think it should alter the better. It's a disconjoined journey. You don't you don't shuffle play a Netflix series. You know yeah, what I mean? Yeah. yeah. Right. Yeah. Watch, it's like watching Tiger King. Episode one. I go to episode seven. You're like, oh, what happened? Yeah. Like a squid game. <laughs> oh my god! Great show. Great show. Shout out to Squid Games. Yeah, shout out Squid Game. Two hundred sixty. It was okay. It was fine. It was fine. Yeah. Even even Tiger King Two is is. Okay, like I'm bored. I didn't yeah, finish it. I didn't watch that. You didn't need to add them. All the mojo of that guy with the first season. Yeah. 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 The mojo of that guy in the first episode. This is whatever those people are doing. Yeah. Well, we uh, we got into a little bit of a, an Eric side project. Mm-hmm. Uh, Jinx, you. Yeah have a bit of a side gig, I guess you could say outside of your, your job or awesome. whatever you want to call it. Uh, you also produce some music locally or maybe awesome. beyond, but talk a little bit about that. 
it's it's a freaking blast. I do it almost every single night of the week after my job. And I, I work for my dad. I'm actually a, a real estate appraiser trainee. And I'm really close. I just finished up about 13 classes. And I just need to take one more test to be a 100% certified appraiser in Pennsylvania. But after work every day, I, I record bands. And it's a very homey situation. I do it out of my house. I actually fixed up my studio during that, like, uh, I, what was, like the worst period of COVID? Quarantine. 2020, yeah. quarantine, like March 2020. I was always recording in the sunroom of my house. That was kind of the area I dominated once I came back from college. And that's where we did all good beer. And uh, mm-hmm. really gaudy wicker furniture sunroom. You know, super hot in the summer, super cold in the winter. And uh, we had the time to, to fix up the, the whole room. So I ripped, ripped the carpet out, put like nice vinyl flooring in, put heat in there, actually soundproofed it professionally. And I started just recording bands. I just started reaching out to people. Not then, but in the summer when people were starting to come around a little bit more, um, I would have people back in small groups and we'd work together. And it kind of just grew by word of mouth, uh, client to client. And every client I've ever worked with has stuck with me and I'm busier than ever. And I'm super grateful. And it's just a great side income to support the band and support myself. Yeah, Ken Matthew. I'm sure you met some of the people I I work. You probably know them all. I work with uh, Tyler Dibble of Reminiscer. Yep. Uh, Ken Matthews. He's he's fantastic. Good buddy of mine too, Chris Gratz and Will oh, Evans of the Chris Gratz albums. Yeah, uh, <laughs> it's so good. It's hilarious. No, I, no. you... I kind of just threw myself into to working in all these different genres, like country and yacht rock, jazz and yacht rock and pop punk and uh, everything. I've, I've done a lot of really, really, really cool projects, and I'm just. Uh, it's, it's been an interesting two years, and that also keeps me busy. So yeah, you said Christian Gratz uh, from the Frost. Yeah. He's incredible. Yacht, yacht rock, right? Like, yeah, yeah. so good. So, when I had that radio show, uh, RIP, um, <laughs> he submitted some music. And initially, I'm like, this is like Michael McDonald stuff. Like, I'm not oh sure. This is, <laughs> yeah. I'm like, this is, this is exactly. <laughs> this is, yeah, this is like. Awesome. Mc- yeah. Yeah. And you I'm know like, what I'm not, did was like, called it 1981 and he's probably my challenge my most challenging client because he is incredibly particular like everything we used on on the album and i'm doing another album with him is based off of the year it's 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 like inspired by so the last album was 1981 i did with him and every effect we used on that album and every synth was like from that year Tell me, this is Rick and Bacher. That's awesome. That's so damn cool. You know what I mean? Like, seventy. Yeah, but I'm talking about like the core. Like he's like, we got to use a Boss CE one. It has to be this particular course. Like I, he, you know, and he knows
The dude, Love Light is I am not song. It's so good. Like, Friday night, you're right. Your so oh, yeah. It's, it's such a great song. <laughs> and you know what? All these people I work with have become like super good friends of mine, too, mm. which is also great because I, I see them like every week. Yeah, and, and you did a uh, a split EP with uh, Flowers for You. Yeah, yeah, that was that was a long time ago. Yeah. I think it actually he took it down. I don't know why. Did he really? And it, it disappeared. Yeah. yeah, was yeah. It Luke, was, was it Luke? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh-huh. Disappeared. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. That was good. Yeah. yeah, but um, it's been awesome. It's good. Been awesome. Mm. Good. Sure. You guys have been all been doing your own thing and your collective thing. It's it's uh it's it's been fun to watch. I mean, obviously, uh, you could tell that I've uh, been creeping on you. <laughs> oh, I creep on you. I be, nothing less. It'd be a little bit. Yes, yeah. I'll return the favor. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, we'll share the podcast. Ask for ask for likes. Ask for follow. That's what I need right yeah, now. Of course. I'm halfway to Joe Rogan right now, so yeah. <laughs> I don't even know what that is. Please comment helps the algorithm. I mean, it would have been a lot for me to like pull all this up, you know, if I did just like you know review things tonight before we did this. Obviously, I follow you guys. I love what you guys do. I, I'm I'm proud of you. I'm happy for you. I want to see you guys get to the next level. I will always be a supporter of yours, you know, till the the day you guys cease to exist. And I hope that's never. Um, but yeah, I, uh, I I am a huge fan of the Mogwaz. I think this area in northern Pennsylvania is too, and I hope hopefully beyond this as well. So, thanks, thanks, Papa, my friend. Thank you so much. If there's one thing, if there's one thing I know is that I love Johnny Popko. <laughs> Yeah, we love you, Popko. <laughs> right, the Maguas and Vinny love Johnny Popko. That's, mm-hmm. that's what you've learned tonight. Yeah. That's all that matters. It's a, oh, that's a hell of a threesome. Threesome? That's like six. It's like seven of us. Seven of us. Oh, technically. We're going to fucking ruin that casting couch. <laughs> oh, my. That is brilliant. Oh, we need a full oh, yeah. seven-person <laughs> bathtub episode. The Mogwaz Premium. Yeah, subscribe. It's a Patreon. It's a whole yes. thing. You got to pay for this. You, know? <laughs> you do. You do. I am bummed out because we. I, I did that one with Vinny in September of 2020 before I launched this platform. Well, same platform, different different uh, name. Um, but yeah, that was fun with Vinny and the, the, the bathtub. Oh, yeah. That was one of my favorite things ever. Yeah, that was. It was so hot. It was so hot. They did a podcast in a bathtub. Yeah, we, we were both, in, both in a bathtub. Yeah. It's a, such a great idea. Like it's yeah. like my. You know, I think what's hilarious about that is like you could pitch at the bar stool and they would take that to like a million dollar thing. Like it would be ridiculous. Well, so like I'm like I'm like I think there's something here, right? I'm like I'm like like I I have like because when I I knew at that point, not maybe not. It was close to that point where I knew that alt natives was going to be put on hiatus which i love i love that i love oh, that, that i made a post i made a post the other day about it drip. i made a post the other day about it like saying like you know i was told by the uh you know upper management and the, the powers that be that uh, you know it's when i when i asked like is this still a thing when will it come back and then i got the uh we'll see <clears throat> and like as a 30s i think it was 37th time like, I'm not a fucking dummy. I know yeah. what that means. I have a child. Like, I, I say it to my kid now. It's like, yeah, we'll see. Because that's like the most powerful phrase you could say to a child. 
because they're like, oh, okay, they didn't say no. I'll, I'll leave them alone now. Yeah. I'm like, yeah. no, this is not going to like, this is, this is not going to come back. This is, this is a foolish thing to do. Like you have the, I think the most, it's not even a pat on my own back. It's like, you have the most supportive outlet in our area for local musicians. And you just want to throw that yeah. away. You just want to throw it away. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, yeah, there's 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 two other shows on the radio currently, which upsets me, and not because of who they are. Like I think the X does a great job, and Lazy E is is, is great. I, I love him. There's another guy I won't even mention by name <clears throat> because I think he thinks he's relevant, and he continues to play stuff that's 20 years old. Um, mm-hmm. I'm saying what I'm saying because like I would do the best I could to keep my finger on the pulse of what was happening now. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I absolutely. remember reaching out to you. Hey, Brandon, or, or whoever I was talking to on your Facebook page, I <laughs> saw you releasing a song <laughs> on Friday. Yeah. Can I play it, you know, a week early or can I play it for the day after? Yeah. I would purposely and, and, and distinctly reach out to you and, and try and do that because I wanted that stuff to get the, like if you're pushing it online, I wanted to be able to support it through, you know, it, you know, there's a Saturday night show at nine o'clock on Thrustle Radio, but I wanted mm-hmm. to be the, I wanted to at least support it, right? Mm-hmm. And I, I don't do. think it's being I'll... done now. There's, there's bands that to this great. day, since I've been gone, Kelly Clarkson, um, they aren't, they're just still, they're not being featured yeah, on yeah, either yeah. of those stations, which, I don't know if the X has, you know, they have to keep it kind of heavier. I don't, I don't know. Mm-hmm. You know. Maybe they have to be, maybe they're told to do that. I'm not sure. But, with, I think a soft, soft rock ballad. <laughs> <laughs> oh my God. Well, no, I'm saying like, like, I would literally pay, I would play country. What is this, Brandon? You're shakeless? I'm sorry. <laughs> I just got whacked in the face by yingling. Brandon? Damn it, I missed it. <laughs> I will say, I, you know, during that time, and so much, like I said before, so much has changed. I think one thing that, that kind of has changed for us locally is that, um, the, I guess, lack of exposure in that realm. You know, I think, you know, we're so fortunate to be able to do this the podcast with you. And again, we're so thankful that you have us on here. Um, but I mean, as a, when I was in college, I I think that's around the time when I really kind of got into, um, you know, uh, focusing again on on the music scene. Um, I loved, you know, your show and I loved everything you did. And I think once we had that opportunity to be on it, that was a big moment for me personally. And now we're at a point where that opportunity isn't really presented to us much anymore. And it's not, I, I will say too, like we haven't reached out or done anything to promote ourselves in that, in that aspect as well, aspect as well. But, but on the same end, like for me, um, promoting those weekends when we would be on your show, like that was a fun time for us. Like we'd be like, Hey, like we're, and I know my, my mother, for example, she's, you know, um, she does what she can to support the band, but she's, she's not like, you know, She's not going to go on Spotify and stream us like a million times. But she used to sit in her car, this is a true story, and call me 
when you would play us on the radio yeah. and she would say, Hey, I just heard you on the radio. She's like, I just sat in the car in the garage and just listened because she, that's what she wanted to do. And that meant a lot to me. And I think, I think, you know, I would love eventually, I don't know what the future holds, but for something like that to come across for you personally, because I think you do care a lot about the scene. I think obviously the podcast is fantastic. I would love to see it have its own space where it's like you have your podcast, you have your radio. So like, I would love all that to happen for you. Um, but you know, in our growing phase in the past few years, like we're very thankful that you gave us that opportunity um, to kind of like showcase us to our, you know, no, to my I, mother or to whoever. That meant a lot to a lot of people. And I, no, I really but like, that. you know, it's, I always say when that got put on hiatus, Mm-hmm. I'll keep using I'll keep using that word because it was used on me or or you know we'll see whatever they used they used, they said but like I I found I found like an avenue where I felt like I made a difference and and again it was a it was a Saturday night show right mm-hmm. how many people are listening to the radio on a Saturday night at nine o'clock not many but the, I mean it, it, there was more to it than just the radio it was the shares on social media. There was you. You guys always shared it when I when I told you I was playing your song. So thank you for that also because I, that not everyone did that. I mean a lot like ninety eight percent of people did, but like mm-hmm. that meant a lot to me whether you knew it or not. But like again, like you're you're saying a little bit of support has fallen off, and I again I don't think it's because I don't I don't think it's any other reason that. I don't want to say that. I don't want to say that word. Um, they just don't care as much. I'll, mm-hmm. I'll use. I'll, I'll say that. Mm-hmm. I literally. I would seek things out. I would say, "Hey, I was on your Spotify and I like this song. Please send it to me so I could so I could play it." Mm-hmm. Uh, it was current stuff. It was. It went, I, I I did it with you guys. I I, I tried to, to premiere it and you know make it make it special for you guys. Like, hey, like this this is this is not available to the next week, but. You could hear it first tonight at nine o'clock. Mm-hmm. If people tuned in, great. If people didn't, obviously it's it's nine o'clock on a Saturday. Mm-hmm. I just <clears throat> I'm not, I was never professionally trained for it. I was never I never had a, a purpose being on the radio, but like I know for a fact that no one's no one's doing it as good as I did it in the coverage. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay, there are professional DJs who could do it far better than me. But I will, I will die on this hill that says you're not doing it as, as good as I did. Because I cared. I, I, I cared. Like, you know, yeah. I do this podcast, like you mentioned, and I can highlight maybe one artist a week. Mm-hmm. You know, we, we sit here to we talk about it for an hour or an hour and a half or whatever it is, which is great because we get to talk about each other and what, what you guys do and how you guys met and, and why you do what you do, which, which I think is great. That's why I started the podcast. Uh, as an extension of the uh, radio show, because it, you, know, you guys did the uh, the interview, and it's like a two minute interview. You know, how'd you get your name? How'd you do this? How'd you do that? But no one gets to know who you are, right? Yeah. But so now I'm doing this, which I love. Like, I mean, when the show was, you know, we'll see when it comes back. I needed you guys more than you needed me, mm-hmm. and I was like, how can I stay a part of your of your, of your lives? And this is how I felt that I could do it. But every Saturday I was playing 13, 14 songs. I was, intru- I was attempting to introduce people to 14 new artists where now I can only do 
you know, one a week. Mm-hmm. So that's yeah. where I kind of get like bummed out. And um, there's other people who have the power to do that and they don't. And that pisses me off. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I get that. Mm-hmm. It's a more intimate thing. You know what mm-hmm. I mean? Mm-hmm. Like, you get some deeper dives, which is nice. Yeah. Yeah. Well, yeah. I mean, well, you know, a year ago, I had both. Yeah. Yeah. Hey, I was trying to be positive. Well, I appreciate it. I appreciate it. Just appalling positivity. I appreciate it. I appreciate it. I just, I just feel like there's, there's people who have, they have an opportunity to do it, and they choose not to. Now, Pablo, there, there is that. You're right. That you could anchor. So I listen to another podcast called um, Meet Singer Syndrome, and every week. Like, I think they do like an interview, but then they talk about like top releases. But there is a feature for podcasting on Spotify mm-hmm. where you could do like a minute of talking and then play, it'll stream the song mm-hmm. in the episode. Yeah. I don't know if you've seen that, but Anchor FM or just Anchor, they yeah. joined Spotify, I think, within the past like six months or eight months, whatever. And, and one thing that bands have been doing too. Is working with someone like you, Popco, or someone who has a podcast, and creating almost like a digital, like like roadmap to a record. So, like for us, it would be like we would talk to you and say, "This song is called Temporary," and and here's what it's about. It would be like a a, however long the segment, and then the next thing that would play would be the song, Mm -hmm. and it almost turned into this whole like almost like a radio show. And a lot of people have actually, in your situation or or you know of the like have started to move their radio shows into this, you know, Anchor FM or whatever, Anchor plus Spotify, this, I said it again, roadmap of like talking to artists and kind of building a playlist of conversation plus music and, and creating this beautiful, yeah, I guess, what is it? Landscape of, of it's a blend. Yeah. Oh, yeah, like a blend. And, and uh, one of my, I talk about made, made it for all the time. These guys are going to bust me for it. <laughs> I know Derek Sanders, he did a solo record and he went on a bunch of podcasts and did something similar where he talks about every song and then the song plays and it moves forward. And I think it's a, it's something that not a lot of people have taken advantage of yet on Spotify, but they're definitely investing more into the, you know, once they got Joe Rogan, they started investing so heavily into podcasts, right? Um, which is why now like everybody, under the sun wants to have one um but when you learn about these features like anchor you can you can start implementing and highlighting like you said before like those artists that you really care about from our area you can you can become the number one whatever you want to do with these artists you could be the because we know you care you know we've we've seen your shows you've you've supported us since we played the bog for the ecmc like we played a show with the bog and we knocked we knocked over the pa system four times and you stayed there and watched us play like popco you gotta come and say something yeah it was i had no idea what to say i had no idea that's a that was a legendary picture yeah i mean like like i i I want nothing more than for than for this and 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 whatever it is that you want to succeed. Um, and obviously, you have our support. We know you. We oh, have your God, support. Yeah. No, and, and yeah, I, it's, you know, we're very thankful. So. I I didn't want to make this into anything about me or you know what was me or feel bad for me type thing. It's, nah, it's not nah, about nah, that. Yeah. I, I I love doing this. There's there's days where I have a scheduled podcast and I'm at work. And I'm like, oh my gosh, I'm gonna go home and fucking like do nothing. I don't want yeah, to do. Yeah. Um, but like I, the minute no, the minute I get into it, I'm like, this is I love doing this. I love, you know, I mean, we're at a 
an hour and a half in right now, and you know yeah. the attention span of people is not that long. Um, <laughs> but I also I don't do it for other people. I do it for me. I do it in people who care. Uh, someone shared their uh, their. Uh, you probably know them. I can't remember the name, but it shared their um, you know year wrap up on Spotify, and and yeah. the, my podcast was their their top listen to, which was like really oh, cool. Oh, that's awesome! That's yeah. So great. yeah, it was just it was really cool. Like you know it. It's it's hard, man. Like I mean, I, I I do none of this for any financial gain. Like even the radio show, I I never made. I didn't make a dime doing that. My primary job was sales. I literally did that because I love you guys. I love the local scene here. I I would put any of our local scene here up against anybody in the country. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Whether you guys lost or not, like I would I would. I'm like, nope. This is the best. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Here's the opportunity. If 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 the talent here does it, great. If not, I don't care. Like I will mm-hmm. I will do it. And that's just kind of what I'm I'm trying to do and, and, and trying to, to 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 be a part of. So I mean mm-hmm. that's all I have. And, I, and I'm I'm thankful that I have people like you guys that are very talented and that I could talk to and and, and <clears throat> hopefully help push forward. So we'll yes. leave it at that. Sorry for going on a tangent. This is this show's oh, about oh, you guys. Oh my god. Yeah. We love you, Popka. You were always the best there because you actually you actually cared. I mean, yeah. there's yeah. there's a lot of people who don't give a shit. And yeah. you were always one of those people that mm-hmm. actually gave a shit. And mm-hmm. I can't tell you how appreciative we were that like we had that opportunity because who knows where we would have been without things like your radio show because mm-hmm. yeah. it, it gave us that exposure that we didn't have at the start and yeah it was yeah. it was yeah. super super helpful and the perfect, a perfect example of that was we originally became a band because we wanted to play bar covers we're like oh we could play on the weekends make some money it'll be mm-hmm. fun yeah and then when we made original music when we released it for the first time the reason that we invested so heavily into the band in the first place and pursued original content is because of the response we got due to it. It's yeah. because we saw like, oh shit, like people really like this. Let's keep doing it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And you are one of those people. Yeah. Like yeah. when you provide someone a, an outlet and you show them that you're interested in them and you care about doing that, it it enables them to continue doing that thing. Like yeah. there is no absence of criticism in the field that we're in. Yeah. Like there will be so many people willing to be a keyboard warrior and insult you for whatever they feel like. And when you get somebody that that genuinely cares and shows that they have interest and supports you in a way that, that feels good, you're literally enabling the people around and the scene itself to continue doing what they do right it's a really nice thing right and, and yeah that's saying you know like yeah. it's, it's very helpful yeah cause you, it's cause an you, awesome role because you never know like for us we always felt that we we had we were talented we always felt that yeah. we, we we could do this but to especially in our in our earlier years to have someone like and i said he was just recently to have someone like you put us on your radio show for us. It was like, like for me, it was a Holy shit moment. I was like, Oh, oh man, you guys were on the radio. Yeah. And I had people who I went to high school with, who I graduated who would message me out of the blue and be like, Hey, I just heard your song on the radio on a Saturday night at 10, you know, or nine o'clock in, in the evening. Like, Hey, I just heard the song. So great. You know, like, congratulations. Like, that's awesome. And for them, that was like a, 
That was moment. Like, yeah, like that's a moment. Twenty nineteen, yeah. you brought us into the studio and uh, yeah. the science building. I've never even been in there. I have no reason to go there. Yeah, but um, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. yeah, I don't know what good recipes. Yeah. I think you're literally our only like in person interview we've ever done. Yeah, and that was true. like that's true. So freaking awesome. Yeah, yep. That was such a great experience. Mm-hmm. Well, I, I always just thought it would be, <clears throat> you know, whether you could say, "Hey, we were featured on on the radio." Yeah. Like, hey, we, yeah. no matter, it doesn't matter what time of day it was, whatever. Like you could, you could say, "Hey, we were played on the radio," and again, it wasn't a great time slot. It wasn't, but like you could still say it. You could still spin it and, and make it sound good for you. Yeah, and the other side, you have to pay to play. You know? Yeah, we have to pay. Either. <laughs> yeah. 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 Like, hey, if you give us three oh, grand, oh, you paid. Sucks. Oh, yeah. he paid. He paid. <laughs> no one paid Topco. What the hell? Yeah. <laughs> I, got a free, I got a t-shirt. I got a t-shirt. Yeah, you got a t-shirt. Yeah. Uh, just a real quick story that I had about your show that like still sticks with me to this day because it kind of like shows how much that meant to us. Is like I was walking back from college when I was about to do that interview and I was going to be driving home to do it. And I remember telling one of my friends from college and saying, "Hey, I'm 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 heading out. I'm not going to be at class for the rest of the day because." I'm going to do an interview for the radio. And my friend was like, man, you're, you're going to go on, you're going to be on the radio. And the thing was, is that no matter how many times I told people that I was about to be joining a band or mm-hmm. doing the band, the second that I said that I was going to be on an interview on the radio, it added like this credibility to you. Yeah, and that was like, yeah. and it, it, it was such a meaningful thing. Yeah, and even doing something like this is it, it's so, it's so meaningful to us because we can, we, we have this outlet to talk about our music and talk about the work we've been doing and, you know, joke around and have a good time. And I think that it, it's so, it's so incredibly valuable. And I think that you have specifically helped us a lot in our music career. And I thank you for that. Yeah. And yeah. there's no, there's no thanks necessary. I, I, I don't do it for that. I don't, you I, deserve, you still deserve. I don't, I don't want it. I, I really don't. I, I remember being 18 years old. No, I remember being. I was. I was young. I was. I was young. Too. Too. Too young to enter the bars and, and shit like that. And I. I just wanted to be twenty one so I could go to the bars to listen. I, I. I don't know. I don't know what it was like. My my parents listened to music all, all the time, and I was introduced to a lot of stuff when I was younger. But like, music for me has always been a part of my life, and I've never been good at it. Never been talented enough to play it. <clears throat> I remember my mom wanted me to take banjo lessons when I was younger, and I'm like, banjo lessons? Really? Like, I don't want to take fucking banjo I'm like, I'm like, I'm like, <laughs> I still this day make a joke, because like, I was like, I want to play basketball, I want to play baseball. And this day, I made a joke to my mom, I'm like, so wait a minute. You made me take a bath when I didn't want to take a bath. You made me come inside at night when I didn't want to come inside. You made me do all these things in my life, but you wouldn't make me play like a guitar or the banjo or whatever the fuck you wanted me to play. Like, like you couldn't say to me, yo, bro, like you're white and your parents are, are, are topped are out at five, nine. Like you're, you're not going to play in the NBA. It's not going to happen. I, I, you couldn't do that for me. Or you know, maybe you take a bath when I didn't want to take a bath. Like it just, it just, so, but music for me has always been such a, an important part of my life and music can make me literally cry out of yeah. happiness. Like it's just, it's, it's such a, 
it's such a powerful, uh, and I'm sure you guys can appreciate that as musicians, but like it, I remember listening, or I, I attended an uh, Incubus concert. It was our 20th anniversary of, uh, fuck, what, what album was that? <sighs> was Make Yourself? Must have been Make Yourself, 1999, I think it was. was. I, I just, I remember crying. Because what I, what happened was I was listening to the music, all these memories that I had when I like that album came out like rushed into my brain and uh, it was just it was, it was all great stuff like I, I cried out of happiness like I'm, and it's happened I'm like why the fuck am I crying like you're fucking a thirty six year old guy at the point yeah. but like no music has this thing for me and I I just I just love it and I, I want to be around it I want to be a part of it so. Um, at the end of the day, thank you for letting me be a part of, of what you guys do. And uh, I'm sorry we kind of got off topic. Um, that no, I mean, this, this no, show, no, the no, interviews, no, it's been great. Yeah, we're, we're having a blast. Like, it's it's about you guys, and I, I want this to be a, a, a piece of content that you guys can share and, and be proud of and um, help you uh, promote what you guys got going on. And uh, sorry, I kind of. Uh, into this what i think is important is like at the end of the day i think um this this whole segment that we just went through has been about like supporting local artists and local you know people you know yeah just like i think at the end of the day we both see i we're the same we we both care a lot about this region the scene the music in our area and the people in our area and I think that's the most important part about this whole this whole segment is the fact that we like we do want to support everybody as much as we can because we know I mean we we're here, we're in it, we're living it. We we know how hard it is to, you know, even make it like go an slight inch dent. in this yeah, yeah, a slight dent in this industry and to have people have each other's back, like I think it's super important. And I think that's what this whole thing comes down to is just supporting each other, and making sure like through the good times and the bad times, like we have each other. And I think that's that's you know something that's very um um it's it's just such a staple of the scranton area like we we definitely like we definitely support each other and love each other as much as we can um and we're super thankful for the opportunities that we're given i mean music's mm-hmm. a community man mm-hmm. music really is and i think that's the reason that you cry at a concert the reason that you feel the emotions because these artists and i have an artist specifically in my life that have really created that emotion because mm-hmm. it's stuff that they're going through it's relatable it's it's a community the people that like the same music the people that like the same scene or the same area of music yeah you really create this super community it's like a blanket of warmth like it's 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 really it's really just a magical thing that i don't think you experience in other art forms or even other walks of life that is mm-hmm. and it's it's really special it's special. super special yep. that's the word right there special mm-hmm. absolutely absolutely so again Sorry to go over there for a minute. Oh, don't tell, worry. Tell, don't tell, tell people where, if they're still listening, still watching, tell people where they can find the Mogwas on social media and the uh, streaming platforms. Everywhere. Everywhere. Every social media. M A G U A S. That's right. The Mogwas. We have a bunch of, we have all new music videos on our social, on our YouTube page. Um, we post literally almost every day on social media. If it's not on a post, it's a story. Um, at the Mogwads, we're you know our fan base is is very supportive, constantly there. Um, if you're looking for 
for a new family or a place to come and feel welcome. I think that's, I think the Magos is the place to be. Um, we have a lot of people who, you know, we've met through all these shows like Harrisburg and Philly and Scranton and Boston and wherever. We had We're, someone fly out to tour with us. That's right. We had people, people come from Arizona, North Dakota, or not North Dakota, Nevada, who come out to see us play. Um, and I think they're, they're some of the most welcoming, most loving people we've, we've ever met. And we're super thankful for the support. Um, if you're looking for something like that, this is where it's at. It's Come and join us. We would, we would love to join you. You know, and if you're a band in Scranton or if you're a band locally, um, and you and you want to come chill with us, or or you want us to come chill with you, we're totally down. We're we're just that kind of band that wants wants to play, have a good time, and share a couple of brews. Even though I'm out of all my brews, we're not to share the moment. Yeah, yeah. Well, they're but, no uh, good if you don't drink them. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, exactly. So that's it All for right. me. Well, check out the Magua's new EP coming out December 17th called Evergreen. Mm-hmm. Uh, streaming everywhere Spotify, Apple, all that kind of stuff. So check out the Magua's. And uh, guys, thank you so much again. I really appreciate your time. And I hope this is as much fun for you as it was for me. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Nothing right. better, brother. <laughs> 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 we'll see you next week. <laughs> <laughs> Same time next week. Permanent guest. All right. I love it. Excellent. All right, we'll see you guys. All right, we'll see you. See you, man.